G'day, I'm Megan Woodward and this is Crop to Top, the Cotton Info podcast. Conversations to help you grow. G'day everybody. Today we are joined by John Baird. John is Cotton Info's tech lead for nutrition and he works for the New South Wales DPI and he's a familiar face in the industry and a trusted one at that. John's been on the road a lot during the first quarter of this year, both across the cotton industry and with the grains industry. And the topic everyone wants to chat to him about is his pride and passion, uh, nitrogen management. And that's what we're going to be talking about today too. John, welcome to the Cotton Info Crop to Top podcast. Thanks, Megan. Uh, Thank you for having me today. So in November last year, John, you featured in a Cotton Info webinar. We ran about nitrogen management off the back of a very cold, very wet, very, I guess you'd say out of the box start to the cotton season. And the rule at that stage was appearing to be that there were no rules. General rules of thumb were looking to be pretty high risk. We're at the start of April now. Things aren't looking quite as bleak as we thought they would. Talk me through, I guess, the fears held from a nutrition and nitrogen point of view five, six months ago, and what we're looking at now that we've forged through the summer months. Yeah, Megan, I mean, last year, you couldn't have asked for, a, I guess, a harder start to the um, 22-23 cotton seasons. Floods were uh, recurring late August, early September and into October. And then once we were able to plant, our day degrees were very low um, and radiation, it was soil temperatures were extremely cold as well. So it was a really tough start to the season. And then when you put that all together, our nutrient uptake or nutrient potential used by the plant was hindered. We had deficiency symptoms. We had really slow uptake of nitrogen, our core or macro nutrients. Everything was against us at the start of the season. Thankfully, but coming into to Christmas and into the new year, we've had a fairly mild, but thankfully quite a bright and sunny and, and quite good summer with radiation and good day degrees. And the month of March has been really good for the cotton well, the plant's been able to compensate for that slow start and and now productivity or the, the yield potential is looking quite good. You've been out on the road quite a lot in the first quarter of this year and especially over the last month or two, both between cotton industry events and grain industry events. Anecdotally, what are people telling you about what they're seeing in their paddocks at the moment? Yeah, it was a tough middle sector to the season. So a lot of feedback coming towards Cotton Info and, and to DPI was the fact that even though growers or agronomists had, had a, quite a large amount of nitrogen underneath their plant, it did struggle to use that nitrogen. The, the uptake was quite poor. And that was represented in a, in a lot of leaf and PDL testing that came back with our nitrate levels at low and even at deficiency levels. And that really was down to the fact that our soil health probably wasn't great, especially in the flooded areas that we lost a lot of soil structure and with that soil fertility. And then we had the the high rainfall and, and a lot of overland flow late in the year. So that impact definitely influenced and there was a legacy impact for that 
for the whole season. Coming late into the season, as I said earlier, day degrees have improved and the cotton has been able to compensate. And, you know, yields may not be record yields this year, but we are looking at some decent productivity and yields should be on average with past seasons. A couple of factors that were brought up during the season. One in particular with the dry land cotton growers is the fact that there's two impacts here. So we had firstly uh, the soil fertility was a little bit low and, and that can be attributed to the floods or the overland flow that I spoke about earlier. But there was also a, a bit of a legacy of our previous winter crops and we've definitely seen a lot of nitrogen being exported from our dryland broadacre soils mainly due to some bumper crops and when I say bumper you know we're talking of grain yields of five to six ton to the hectare which is amazing but there has been a legacy of of using a lot of nitrogen from our soil and not allowing that mineral nitrogen to build up for the cotton season so A lot of broadacre cotton has shown nitrogen deficiency, especially later in the season as as conditions have improved. It's interesting to know that those legacy impacts remain and who knows what we will see in the coming season and and the season after that. It's a bit crystal ballish, John, but what are your predictions insofar as what growers might be up against in the face of these legacy outcomes? Yeah, Megan, so we've got some long-term data that's shown that yeah, mineral nitrogen in particular has been decreasing over the last few seasons. And so really we do need to bump that up. We, we need to have an application of fertiliser to get our levels back up to basically a starting level. So when we have kinder conditions or a good season for optimal productivity, we need to have that fertility there ready for the plant to use. In dry land systems, you're probably looking to apply your fertiliser early and there has been a trend to apply nitrogen for the wheat crop and allow that to mineralise across for the cotton crop following that wheat crop. And that's one theory that has been used quite a lot. The other one would be if there is a requirement for fertiliser nitrogen to apply it early in the fallow. So that way your soil can repair itself try to do minimal disturbance of the stubble and that way you've got good ground cover as well. Now for our irrigation systems we're coming into the harvest of the 23 crop and really if preparations have started for your 23-24 season it's a good time to apply your uh, non-soluble fertilizers so you you know you're broadcasting of your your phosphorus and potassiums and have that incorporated over the course of the fallow so for those who are preparing their fields there's definitely some things they could do with their nutritional management it seems incredible that we are in april already and these are discussions that we are having to have already as you know pickers haven't even hit the paddock in a lot of places i guess just to take a step back from that from your perspective any not necessarily big ticket items, but issues that growers should be across or aware of to potentially find as they come into defoliation picking at the moment? So something we we have seen, and this is some results from research from Renee as well, has shown that the plant health and nutrition has a big influence on defoliation and, and how well we can defoliate. So if a plant or a crop has excess um, nitrogen underneath it, it will be a lot harder to defoliate that crop on time. 
and in a time or manner that is acceptable for a lot of people. There's also the fact that with crops with excess nitrogen, at the end of the season, we are finding that there's an influence or interaction with poor link quality. So that's something else to be mindful of. We really do want our crops to be, I guess, not running low, but we want that nutrition, especially nitrogen. We want that nitrogen curve at the end of the season. So we want the plant not to be flush with excess nitrogen, but rather have that nitrogen at a level where it's contained and that the plant can mature properly. Absolutely. Now, as we said, we're April, we're getting to the pointy end of things. For you, John, tell me a bit about as the Cotton Info tech lead for nutrition, what does the back end of season 22-23 look like for you? What have you got in the works? At the moment, we're doing some case studies on bankless irrigation systems. So that's a, a system that we haven't got a huge amount of data on in the past. So that's something new. And we'll be looking to implement some inhibitors. So we're looking at fertilizer inhibitors and how they might improve our nitrogen use efficiency in our cotton systems. So that's something that we're working on now and preparing for the next summer. And yeah, as, as all research, just like the farmers, it, it never stops. There's always something around the corner. Earlier, Megan, you mentioned our, our pre-season webinar we are planning to do a post-season webinar as well and just looking at some lessons learned from the past season and how they may change or improve management tactics for the coming season. It's always an absolute treasure trove of diamonds and gold whenever you're involved in a webinar, John Baird. So we're looking forward to that one. We'll be sure to share that with our cohort of Cotton Info subscribers as we move through this back end of the season. John Baird, thank you so much for your time and for speaking with us on the Cotton Info Crop to Top podcast today. No worries at all. Thank you, Megan.